Welcome everyone to the Ohave Torah, Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Mem Vav. We will begin on Mem Hei Amorbet at the two dots towards the bottom. Four lines in the bottom. The Mishnah says, V'chein L'inyan Let's go back and check out the Mishnah on those words, V'chein L'inyan So we had spoken about the dough that was in the cracks of the kneading trough. And we said if there's a kazayin in one place, and if not, then we said so too when it comes to tum'ah. If you're makbid, it's chotzetz. If, which means if you want it there, I mean, if you don't want it there, then it's a problem and you have to remove it for tum'ah. And if you want it there, meaning I specifically want it there, then it's not a chatzitza. It's like the areva itself. Now, that is a little bit hard to understand because the, the two laws are not similar, and the Gemara will ask them now. One law was, by the law of Pesach, we were discussing how big is the item. Is it a kazayit or not? Here we're discussing not really how big it is, but rather how much you want it. And the Tumah law was not specified what the inyan of Tumah was exactly. We had spoken when we read the Mishnah about something like uh, if you're dipping the keli, that might be a side law, but that's not necessarily Tumah per se. What, what, what are we referring to as Tumah? Says the Gemara. Mi dami. Can you compare them? When it comes to Pesach, it was dependent whether or not it was getting rid of Pesach. It was dependent on the size. Over here, over here, the deciding factor is whether you makbid. Rather, change the Mishnah. And let it say the following. So this is going to be version one of the change in the Mishnah. The Mishnah is going to have a couple of changes. Rav Yehuda has the first version change. When it comes to Tumah, it's not so. So in other words, you change it. Instead of saying, It should say, tells him, how can you switch it like that? Doesn't it, say, it, does, it says vechen, and you're going to switch it to enoken. Enoken. How can you switch that? Now, the question of Abaya is only a question. Rabbi Yehuda knew that it said vechen in Rabbi Yehuda's taking, in Rabbi Yehuda's understanding, he'd rather switch that one word than add stuff to the Mishnah that wasn't in there. So Abai is saying, it's harder. How could you take Vichen to switch it to the other side? And therefore, you'd rather make the following switch, which is coming now. Rather, Abai says, this is what it should say in the Mishnah, the following. Vichen le'inyan tziruf tum'ah v'pesach. So too, when it comes to uh, a combination of Tum'ah on Pesach. Ubeshar Yimot HaShanah. So too, when it comes to connecting things on Pesach and during the other days of the year, there's a machloket. Hechidami, how does it go? Kigon, for example, the Ika Pachot Mikabetza Ochlin, Vinagabu Basak, the Pesach, the Isuro Hashub, Mistaref. Okay, so what he's explaining here is regarding Tum'ah when it comes to a Kabitza. We know that no food gets Tameh when it, unless it's the size of an egg. You already had that law a few times in 
this mesechet. Okay? Until it's the size of egg, if it's less than an egg, it can't get to me, because I can't get to me. Now, um, what happens if you have dough that's stuck to the bowl, and that dough is touching another food, and it got, it got, it got tamer, or something hit it, didn't get tamer, something tamer hit it. Now, if we say that it's connected to the other food, so then the two things that you have a kabetza of food, and it's, it's tamer. <coughs> but if you say, no, that's part of, that's not dough, that's bowl. That dough that you see, that's bowl. Then, you don't have a kabetza, right. and it doesn't connect. So we're trying to clarify. So, if this, so, so let's say, hey, let's go back. You have less than a kabetza of food. During Pesach, where since it's uh, very chashuv, meaning on Pesach, everyone knows you have to get rid of the kezayit of the dough, even from the From the trow, right? You have to get rid of the kazai. So then, since you have to get rid of it, so that makes it important. And now it's mitzaref with the other food to make a kabbatzah. It's a problem. And b'shayi motoshana during the rest of the days of the year, whether or not it's there depends on how makbid the guy is. Makbid alav if the guy, if the owner doesn't want the dough there, then then we look at it as food, and it joins with the other food, and it becomes a kabetzah, and it could get tameh. But if you want it to stay there as part of the bowl, then it's like the bowl, and then it doesn't connect. Okay? So basically, the, all this is what the Mishnah should say. And Abayah says, this is much better than switching the Mishnah from... He'd rather switch this and say that's vechen, and it's regarding to tziruf tuma on Pesach, whether or not it works. Now Rava has a problem with this. He says, You're, you're, you're switching because you think it's better, but you switched the word, the, the Mishnah was talking about the word tuma. Your t- Mishnah, Mishnah was talking about mitzaref um, le'tumah. Does it combine for tumah? You're saying, I'm sorry. The Mishnah was talking about chotzetz for tumah, and you're talking about combining for tumah. Mishnah was talking about whether or not it's a chatitza, which means whether or not it's a imposition between. If you're trying to look look at it, it sounds like you're dipping in the mikveh, like I was telling you before. like the word. Chotzetz, uh, and you're adding in the word mitzdaref. Mitzdaref sounds like you're combining for a kazayit, but that, that that word is also an add-in. How can you switch that word? You, you're, if you're sticking to the letter of the word, you're not sticking to the letter word either. So Rava has his own answer. El Rava, v'chen la'alot la'ariva. Rather, it's talking about to bring tahara on the ariva. What's the case? If it's, let's say the the trow became tame, and the guy wants to dip it. on Pesach where it's considered a very hashub isur, So then it's a problem, and it's the tevila is not going to work. During the rest of the days here, pick It depends on whether you makbid. If you makbid, it's chotzetz. And if you want to leave it there, then it's like the areva, and you're allowed to dip it even though the dough is there. This is like what we, how we explained in the in the Mishnah. And Pesach, see, he says according to this, yes, Pesach is always chotzetz. Correct. Ma'at kiflara papa. So papa asks the question: Mik tani vechen inyan tahora? Does the Mishnah say vechen inyan tahora? Hal inyan tumak tani? It talks about tameh, not tahora. According to you, it should be tahora. So papa doesn't like Rava. Rava didn't like Abaya. 
so far, no one likes what they said before. Abaya didn't like Rabbi Huda. R- Rava didn't like Abaya. And now Rabbi Papa is not so happy with Rava either. El Amar Papa. Rather, Rabbi Papa says a new thing. To, to bring down Tuma onto the Areva. What's the case? Kigon, for example. The Naga Sheretz Bahibat Balsek. He had a Sheretz, which is Tamir, and it touched the Balsek, the dough. Be Pesach, the Isuro Hashub. Then, Hotzetz. Then it becomes a Chatzitza. In other words, on Pesach, since the Isuro Hametz is so important, so we say that this piece of dough, even though the owner likes it there, it's automatic chatita. And therefore, we say that the, that the sheditz did not touch the dough, did not touch the chow. Again, the other way, here it's the other way around. I have, let's say, here's my chow, okay? And I have, here's, oh, here's, here's the chow, here's the dough, Okay? Owner wants it, doesn't want it. Let's say this is the dough. Now my sheretz, my weasel or my whatever touches the touches, just the dough, not the not the keli. Now, if if it's pesach, now the dough is chashuv. So now dough is chashuv. Where I say this is not this, since it's a chashuv, I have to get rid of it, and therefore it's not part of the thing. If it's not part of the thing, now my sheretz did not touch my my thing, and my item is tahor. Right. On the other hand. On the other days of the year, where it depends on his makbid, then if you want to get rid of this thing, because you say, what's this dough thing doing on my Adam? I want to get this. Then, then since you want to get rid of it, it's chotzetz, and therefore it stops the tumah from touching the bowl, and it's good. But if I want it here, I said, I need this, otherwise it's going to leak. I need to, I need to keep my item there so this thing doesn't leak, then it becomes part of it. And now when the thing touched it, now the whole thing's done there. Okay? Mitzdaref. Uh, that's the Tumah. And it fits nicely into the words. It's Mitzdaref. It combines Tumah for the Tumah to let not to let or not let the Tumah go from Sheretz to the item. To the trowel. To the trowel. Oh, good. Okay. New Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. That was a short, this one's short too. Uh, and the next one's got a lot of stuff on it. It's a famous Gemara, which we happened to have done last year. Batsek hacheresh. Here we have dough that is deaf. So if you have dough that's hard of hearing, and you could tell that it needs a cochlear implant in order to be able to hear properly, then... What does that mean, deaf? It doesn't hear well. It needs an implant, like the people with the implants. No? In the dough, yeah. No, legit. Okay, I'm joking. No, no, let's go. Let's go. But as long as we're, just gonna make, we're doing this early class, gotta make sure everyone's up. Okay. But say kachadish dough that's deaf. So Rashi explains what's dough that's deaf. She'en nikad imechmit imlav. We can't tell if it got chametz or not. Right? Shemushunehu kachadish. It's different, like it's different from regular doughs, like a deaf guy. Just like a deaf guy has got ears, he can't tell if he's hearing. Imlav. Right? Or it's hard. So basically, normally, the way, uh, the way to tell if something is um, is chametzized is if it develops these little cracks in it. You leave the dough for a while, it starts rising a bit and it develops these cracks and then you know it's hechmitzta. Now this is dough that was left the right amount of time and um, and it's it's fellow doughs rose and this one didn't. Okay? So we call it the deaf dough. Doesn't need the implant, don't worry. You know, you save money over here. Okay. If there's another one like it that started at the same time or the same amount of time, Sheikh meets the Kachamest, that makes the deaf one Asur as well. Because we assume something might have happened to it. Good. Amen.
In this class, everyone understands. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Im and says says the Gemara. Im and Sham If there's nothing like that, then what's the halacha? Meaning, we want to know what is the halacha. If you only have one dough, that's easy to tell. If you made two doughs and one blew up and the other one didn't, okay. What if there's another other? Dough? There's no other dough. Well, if you waited it long enough that a guy could get from Migdal Nunya to Tveria, then your dough got chametzized. But if not, then it's okay. And how long is that? How long does how long is it to get from Migdal Nunya to Tveria? Meal, uh, uh, one meal. So it's going to name a meal. So then why did the Gemara say meal? Why do you have to tell me about Migdal Nunya? What is this, a, a geography lesson? Says the Gemara. Ha-kamashmalan. They shooted the meal. Kimigdalunya v'atveria. No, it wasn't a geography lesson. It's a meal lesson. We're coming to teach you, if anyone wants to know how to measure a meal, you just figure out how long it is from Migdalunya to Tveria. That, that settles that. Right now, now, Harry's got it all clear. Amar Rabbi Abu, Amar Rishim, Amar Lekish. Legabel, v'latvila, v'tilat yadayim, for all these three things, arba milin, the shiur is four mil. Oh, let's go through. Legabel is talking about a neater. So let's say um, Binyamin decides it's too much. We spoke yesterday about his wife and the thing, and he couldn't. He doesn't realize that that most people have wives have a um, uh, machine, and he heard that uh, his wife has to. Has to need the dough herself. He says, "I'm sorry, that's not how we do it in Persia. Wives get uh, taking get pampered in Persia with a hundred servants. So he quickly hires her a special kneader, and the kneader, the kneader is going to knead the dough for her. Now, when the kneader shows up in Binyamin's house, uh, Binyamin's wife tells him, "Yes, Binyamin paid me fifty bucks. Where's the dough to knead?" She says, "Oh, the dough's over here." He says, "Where's the bowls? Bowls there, but the bowls tamer." Tameh. Yeah, the bowl's Tameh. And of course, you know, we're very, very holy. We only eat from Tahor bowls. So, okay, well, where's the mikveh? Uh, where's the mikveh? Right in the basement? So, no, the mikveh is uh, in Achayezid. How far is that? So, it depends. If the mikveh is up to four meal away, so then we tell Mr. Nieder, I'm sorry, included in your price of $50 to need is take it to the mikveh. But once the mikveh is five meal away, then we tell Mrs. Binyamin, uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to add a little to that price in order to get your uh, dip. So, uh, That's the gabel. telling us how to negotiate this deal while it's not different in every case. But we're, we're not negotiating. The deal was done already, yeah. and the guy got the money, and he now wants to back out. Okay? Now, if it's less than four meal, we, we, he goes to the rabbi. If it's less than four meal, mm-hmm. we tell the, the rabbi tells him, sorry, buddy, follow the deal. If it's four and a half meal, Sorry, Mr. Binyamin. Are talking about meals? We brought this up? Is that yes, right? correct. Okay. You can take it yourself. The guy won't care. He's very fun. No, no, no. He's not talking about it. He's talking about a hired guy. Okay? Good. Villa Tvila. Tvila is a whole new thing. Let's say a guy doesn't have a minyan. And he knows that there is a um, shul up to four meal away. Then the halakha is you got to go to the shul. You got to pay with minyan. But the shul is five meal away. <laughs> it's not my problem. It's five meal. I'm praying on break b'yachid. That's a walking distance, right? Meal is well. That's a machlok and how to measure this. Whether or not this translates the walking distance, and now you have to drive a car that far. Maybe we're not obligated to drive a car. Maybe it's all walking. That's okay. we're not getting into the halakha over here. Okay. This is, assuming that there are no cars and the way to go is walking. Yes. Okay, you want to translate it to horses and cars and airplanes and jets and private jets and um, helicopters. Let's separate. Okay. Next. Also going to that Yadaim. The guy's got bread. He has no water to wash. But if he walks four meal, he'll get he'll get uh, water. Same rule. Four meal, yes. More than four, no. 
Alba Milin for all those things. Beautiful. Says the Gemara. Amar of Nachman Ben Yitzchak. Says of Nachman Ben Yitzchak the following. Abihu Amra Alba Amarba. First of all, Avihu said it. Not Rabbi Abihu. It was four laws, not three laws. You said three laws. You said the neater, and you said the tefillah, but you forgot one. First of all, you get the wrong rabbi. And second of all, he's the wrong number. You got the wrong number. Which one he left out? Which one is it? Titznan, we learned. Chulan she'ibdan, or she'ilach by him. Kedeh avodah. Right, chutz mi or ha'adam. Okay, we said that the law is as follows. Let's say you have um, animal skins. Now, animal skins, technically, should be tameh. Um, uh, and they, they, they or, or not tameh necessarily, but they could be tameized. Okay. Because they're food. People could, technically edible, you could uh, boil it up and eat it. Now, all these animal skins, if I make it into leather, right, then they won't be, they, they won't get tamer eyes until you make it into a keli. Okay? Now, what is, at what point do we say that this animal skin went from being an animal skin and food and tamerable to untamerable? To un- <coughs> Leather that has to be fashioned into a belt before it has to be fashioned into a belt before it's tamer. When it's leather enough to be worn, I think. Oh, so here we go. It's a nice guess, but listen to what the Mishnah is saying. So, either kulan shibdan, if you made it into leather, which means you actually put it into the the, the lye or whatever, and you made it into leather, or shihilech kede avuda tehonin, or you stepped on it, which is the first step in. Leather making is to step on it for a while. You stepped on it, kide avoda, as much time as it needs for avoda, then it's tahor. Chut mi or adam, except for human skin, which is tamen no matter what. Vichama kide avoda, how much does it have to walk on the non human skin to get it working on? Rabbi Abhu, Amar Bianai, kide hiluch arba meal, it's four meal. So that's law number four, is how long you have to walk the leather. We only said this in front of the guy. When we said you have to get to go someplace. So for the first three laws, I believe this is talking about. I'm assuming it's for the first three laws. Uh, no, two of the laws. Hold on, let's just see, look this up. Okay, no, the, the, the two of the Yadayim and the other one of the of the Minyan. Those two laws, you got a guy traveling on the road and uh, he's going in a particular direction, right? It doesn't work for the needing trap. But let's say two of the laws, the guy's going in a particular direction. I'm going north. And now he stops and I want to, want to eat the sandwich. Now he says, oh, there's no water here. Okay, if you go four meal, get water. I don't want to wait for it, I want to eat now. You can eat. It's, it's four four point one meal. You're good, right? Now, that's only true if you're going forward. Let's say if you go backwards three meal, you'll find water. Yeah. Am I obligated to go backwards three meal? No. Or do you tell me, listen, 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 forward right. four? But I don't want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. So it's going on. Mm-hmm. This is only when it's in front of you. But if it's behind you, a filo meal ain't no chazer. Even if it's one meal, you don't have to go back. Amar Rabbi Achrach zumine milhu de ain't no chazer. Hapachot me mil chazer. We learn from here that if it's 0.9 meal, you do have to go back. Because no one wants to go backwards. You see, there's a problem about going back. You ever see, you ever see, you know, person pulls out of his driveway and he's headed to deal. And the kid says, oh, I forgot my doll. The guy went one house down. I'm sorry, we're not going back. When are we not going back? What's the problem? You're driving to, to 60 miles. Yeah. No, well, 60 miles <laughs> forward. <laughs> back, no. So you see, that's not, like, that's not true. Right? 
You have to go back somewhat, but not as no, less than a meal. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Ketzad mefarshin chala bituma biyom tov. How do you separate chala bituma on yom tov? Yes, yeah, so now not yet. We're going to need it soon. Uh, I'm just not sure if we can. You, you want to keep track? You think you can keep track of all these halachot? Try. Well? Okay, try. we got all sorts of stuff you can try. Okay, now before you do anything, this you can't explain. I'll explain. You just get get the points. Maybe we'll have a chazar at the end if you can get it done. Try. Are you as good as your brother-in-law? No. Okay, let's see. Okay. <laughs> How can you separate Tumah from Chalan Yom Tov? Now, you have to know that the rule is that uh, every time you make a dough, that's the right size of separate Chala. That you know? Yeah. Okay, good. Now, uh, the Chala in the old days is given to the Kohen. Nowadays, the Kohen, Kohenim are all Tumayim, the, the Chala is burnt. We always burn it. That's why that's it smells like burnt in your house on, on Thursdays. Now, This rule that you have to burn it, okay, is because we're all Tameh. Technically, if everyone was Tahor, you could find the Kohen and give it to him. And therefore, if you have a good Kohen, you could go give it to him, no problem. Okay? What if I have a bunch of Kohanim? Wait, is this in the old days? The old days, the old days. They had good Kohanim. Yeah, we had the the good Kohanim, but the Kohanim are Tameh. Not every Kohen is Tameh. Nowadays, everyone's Tameh. Yeah. No, but about the old days. No, in the old days, you give it to them. You have to but give now it. we have to burn it? Now we burn it. Okay. Now, when we're giving it to a Kohen, I give it to any Kohen I want. Now, if I'm a bakery, uh, it's a big deal who I give my, my challah to. Because you can have tons of challah. Even nowadays, there's plenty of challah in the bakery. And there would be more in the old time of the, of the Chachamim. So let's say, I have a particular Kohen that I like. And another guy is jealous. I'm, you know, my brother was also a kohen. So okay, I'm very nice, but I'm giving this kohen. So well, you know, if you pick my brother-in-law, I'll make it worth your while. That's mutar. It's mutar for someone to take a little benefit. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, use my car. I'll let you use my. Uh, I thought like you get back five. My bonus points. Get... I'll let you use my this. What? It's like it'll take like let's say. Hundred dollars worth of challah, I'll give back like twenty dollars. No, he's not taking it from the kohen per se, but he's taking it from a friend of the kohen. He's allowed to take not some, from not from kohen, from a friend of the kohen who likes to takes care of my my brother-in-law. You could do it and and, and give and, and that's okay, okay? It's not a problem. Now, the problem here is on yom tov. There's a little problem. On yom tov, you're not allowed to bake things that you're not allowed to eat. And this particular dough got tameh eyes. Now tameh dough, you're allowed to eat tameh dough. It's not a problem. You're not making a korban with it. You know how to use tomato. And I'm not a particular holy guy that wants to use tomato. It's not a, tomato is not a problem. However, when you want to separate challah, now you're going to separate the challah. It's tameh. Tameh, though, the kohen t- can't take. So the kohen, if it was not tameh, I would separate it. I'd give it to the kohen, and he'll bake it as matzah. I'll make mine matzah, and everything will be cool. But now I gotta separate it. I'll give it to the Kohen and he can't bake it. Why? Because you're not allowed to bake on Yom Tov on a holiday day, not a homeway, on a holiday day, you're not allowed to bake food that you're not allowed to eat. And you're not allowed to eat Tameh. Tameh what? Tameh Chala. Who, who has a problem with eating the Tameh Chala? The Kohen or? No, no one can eat Tameh Chala. Chala in general. Said we could eat Tameh Chala. Listen. Tameh Chala that's, chala that's Tameh. If yeah. I have this straight, I have. A, I believe I have it straight. Chala that's tameh, nobody eats. Chala that's tahor, <coughs> only kohen meets. Okay? okay, I don't believe chala that's tameh. You can even. I don't think you have to even give it to him necessarily. I don't think you have to give it to him when it's tameh. We'll see soon in the mission the different different opinions. But chala that's tameh, the, the, the kohen for sure can't eat. So if he can't eat, he can't bake it, because you can't you can only bake things on the holiday that's necessary for the holiday. You can't take big things that's for not, that's for nothing. And if you leave it around, it's gonna get chamez chamezized. So how are you going to separate it? Yes, you could eat the dough, but how are you going to separate? What are you going to do with this extra challah? So you say, I won't separate. If you don't separate, you can't eat it. You got trouble. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so how do you get out of the problem? Rebbe Ezzin Omer, Lo tikra la Hashem 
She shouldn't call it a name until it's baked. Which means, she, he says, don't separate challah till it's baked. Okay. Which means make all the dough. Once it's ba- while, while it's baking, you don't know, you, you're bake- I will not bake it because I don't know what the challah is yet. And then when, once it's baked, I take that, that, that matzah and I make it challah. Now it's too much. Then it's fine. That's the opinion of Eliezer. Ben Betera says, He's got an interesting opinion. He says, uh, leave it in cold water. Leave it in cold water, and this way it won't get, I guess he means you, you, you declare it, um, you declare it challah, and in order to stop it from getting chametzized, put it in cold water, which will stop it. From getting, that's like putting it in the fridge, right. and that stops it from getting chametzized. Right? Sounds, it's pretty cool. I mean, it sounds like if you want to stop it, you can put it in the freezer and everything's fine. Right? Um, according, at least according to Ben Betera. At least according to this opinion. Amar B'Yeshua, B'Yeshua says, Lo zehu chametz shemzarin ala v'bal yireh v'ayim He says, there are three opinions. He says, this is not the chametz that we have to do v'bal yireh v'ayim That's a different one. Which means, you can write like that. This is not the chametz of Bayer Ebay Matzeh. This is a different rule. You could separate it and you can leave it to the nighttime. According to this third opinion, it's a very big chidush. This third opinion is saying, you would have thought, he says, listen, it's not mine. Yes, uh, I separated it, but since it's not mine, let it get chametz, who cares? I didn't give it to anyone yet, but it, you could chametz it, right? So the Kohen know that this is going to be a problem? What? The Kohen know is supposed to get that, like nobody gets it. I'm not giving it to nobody. I don't, maybe you don't have to give it to anyone once it's coming. I don't know if you have to give it to somebody. We'll see how it works, okay? Let's see the Gemara. So the Gemara says, so you have three opinions? Good. I'm, I'm starting on the red bit. Okay. The first one is do not give it a name, right? Don't give a name until. Yeah. The, uh, the first one's Rebelezer. Rebelezer says, don't give a name until you bake. Uh-huh. You understand? This is Yeshua. Yeshua says, no. He says, give a name right away, and it's not your problem. Because it's not your chametz. Okay? Okay. Get three opinions? Says the Gemara. Now, there's a big machloka between Rebbe Lezer and Yeshua. It's clear. Now, they don't, the, the Gemara doesn't talk about Ben Betera. It could be the Gemara is not talking about Ben Betera because he's getting, a, a, he, he's getting his sidelines. You know, he's sidelined really. Because Ben Betera is avoiding Hametz altogether. He holds that you could put it in water and get out of the problem. But the Gemara is going to contrast Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Shua, what each one holds. Why does each rabbi say what he says? So the first way out of it, we want to say, the Machloket is Tovat Hana'a. Rebbe Lezer holds Tovat Hana'a. You can have, we're going to have two different things over here, okay? Tovat Hana'a, two, two, two slides, yeah. yeah. So this, we'll call the first one Tovat Hana'a on top. Okay? Tovat Hana'a, having benefit. Her blazer holds Tovatana'a Mamon. Reza holds that since you have the right in general about Chala to have benefit from it, therefore it's yours. Really, technically, the Chala is not mine. Right? right? But since I have the right to benefit, so Reza says. Oh, since someone could give you a, a, a monetary benefit for it, so it's yours, and therefore you have to get rid of it on Pesach, and that's why he says that you have to separate it later. Right. Okay? And, and the reason why Rebbe says, leave it, who cares what happens, is because he holds, since, since he, you know, he agrees that you could get the benefit, but he holds that getting a benefit doesn't make it yours. Meaning, so what, I, yes, I could get a benefit from it, but it's still not mine. Just because I get a benefit from something doesn't mean I own it on Pesach. And therefore, maybe the machloket between Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Shua surrounds 
do we say that I can, that when I get a benefit from something, it's mine? Right. With Rebbe Leza saying, ha ha, if you could get a benefit, it's yours. Yeah. You're going to have to bake it later. Exactly. And Rebbe Shulah says, what are you talking about? It's not mine. Yeah, I could get some kind of benefit, but it's not mine. And that is the machloket. The Gemara is, the, the, the Mishnah didn't say, but the Gemara is presuming that perhaps that's what they're arguing about. Is that clear or no? No, it's very clear. It's just like, why would Rabbi Yeshua say that? Like, I mean, it says, you can Rabbi Yeshua says, listen, you because... It's not yours, that's interesting. Can I eat this? No. No. So, if I can't eat it, and I can't sell it, just because someone else can give me something, uh, I have to give it, if I have to give it to someone, so it's not mine. And Rabbi Yeshua says, yeah, but... It is yours because yeah. someone else could tell you, okay, you could use I'll my uh, freaking five bonus points if you... Uh, yeah, that's crazy, wow. right. It's yours. It's not mine. That's, that's, not, my, that's not money. That's, that's yeah. a benefit. Good? Yeah. Says the Gemara. <coughs> so, Rebeleza says you can benefit and that's not a problem? Rebeleza says, mm. since you can benefit, therefore it is yours. yours. Yeah. Yes. And that's why it is a problem, and that's why he says, don't give it a name. Oh, okay. You understand? Yes. Okay, and Rabbi Yeshua says, you can't benefit, so it's not yours. That's why he says, you can give it a name. You give it a name right away, who cares? It's not yours. Mm-hmm. You understand the difference in it? Yes, yes. Now you make a new line, we can have another way, another way to do the machlok. Okay? Yes. No, you need, need to be, oh, okay, fine. I was gonna, I, what I want to do is chart it, chuk. Oh. And that's why you keep okay, the same rebel as that. But there's no Ben Betera here? No, we're not doing Betera. Ben Betera like he's got his own opinion. He's got the cold water. Okay. Where he's, he's scooching out of the problem. You understand? Okay. Good. Oh, wow. Okay, this is going to take time. I like the board. I like more <laughs> Okay. Harry, have you neat handwriting? No. <laughs> right? He just has boards. <laughs> No. Everyone holds that having Hana'a is not Mamun. Both Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi both agree that the fact that I have the benefit from something, that's not money. Right? And therefore, it's not your problem. So then what, what's the machlok about here? Right? So the fact that you have... Machloket is whether we hold of hoyl. The Rebbeleser Savar, Rebbeleser holds, Arina hoyl v'ibai itchil ale, memonahu. Rebbe Yeshua Savar lo arina hoyl. Hoyl means like this. When I separate challah, I have my challah here, I have my main dough that I want to eat, and I have this that I'm separating as challah. First listen before you write. This is my main dough, and this is my challah. So when I say, okay, harezu challah, this is my challah, and this dough I'm going to make into challahs, this I'm going to burn, let's say. If I really want to, when I call this challah, what made it challah? Just my calling. Right. What if I go to a rabbi and say, yes, I made a neder that this is challah, but I regret it. I want this to be regular. I'll make something else challah. You can, once you call it, that's it. Halacha is you can go to a rabbi, and the rabbi, it's like a neder. It's only like a neder. I get three rabbis sit down and we can get rid of my, 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 uh, my promise. And therefore, the Rebbe Lezer, who says that you don't, you're not allowed to give it a name, you know why he says that? It's because he says, since I have the ability to go to the rabbi and undo my challah, that makes this mine. And that means I have to get rid of it on Pesach. Right. That's why I can't call it a name. Right. Meaning, everyone agrees that if I have benefit, it's f- the benefit alone is nothing. The fact that someone's going to give me, uh, you know, uh, uh, use of his coffee mug uh, for the thing, okay, that's not, that's, that's not money. Okay. The reason why it is money, Rebbe Lezer says, is because you could go to a rabbi and undo it, and then it becomes yours and you can eat it. Right. That's a problem. And Rabbi Yeshua says, okay, you're right, I could go to a rabbi. And when I go to a rabbi, it's a problem. But I didn't go to a rabbi yet. You understand? Okay. So therefore, since I didn't go yet, don't say, well, if you went to a rabbi, it's a problem, so it's a problem now. When I go, it's a problem. That's Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says, okay, when I go to the rabbi, 
then I'll undo it, and then it'll be my chametz, and then it'll be a problem. But as of yet, I haven't gone to a rabbi. So what do you want for my life? You don't have a problem yet because you didn't go to the rabbi. And That's Rabbi Yeshua. Yeah. I didn't go to the rabbi yet. And Rabbi Eliezer says, yes, you didn't because go yet, you could. You but could. since you could, right. we, say, we say that since you could, yeah. it becomes problematic, yeah. and you can't. And what does Rabbi Yeshua say? Rabbi says, we don't say if you could. What I do. Okay? The word Hoya is if you could. So automatically when you change the name, it's becoming yours. Everyone agrees that if you change the name, then it becomes yours the problem. But Rabbi Yeshua says, listen, listen, you're, I agree, but I didn't do it yet, right? So I'm not chametz, so what's the problem? And Rabbi Yeshua says, Rabbi Yeshua says, the Chiddush. We say Hoyl. Hoyl means if you could. Yeah. And since, since, you, since you could, it's a problem. Yeah. And the Machlok, according to the second thing, the Machlok is about Hoyl. Machlokin isn't about, give me this place. Machlokin isn't, isn't about Tovatana, it's about Hoyl. So is it, so Rabbi Shua says, just because you he could, says, doesn't mean... He says, Rabbi Shua says, we so say if you could. All right. And he says, we don't say if you could. Live in the now. <laughs> right, live in the now. Okay? Rabbi Shua is live in the now. And uh, Rabbi Shua is, listen, this is what could happen. That's what you mean. If you could. Mm. Oh, literally, literally means since. Since, yeah. S- means since you could. Mm-hmm. Okay? What's that? You go to the rabbi and say, okay, you know, I don't want this to be um, Kohen. I want, I'll, I'll be There's always other rabbis. Right. So then you have to I answered you. There's always other rabbis. Huh? There's always other rabbis, Benjamin. No, but I'm trying to say, what's going to be with the Hamas? What's going to be the Afrashat Khala? Anyway, it has to go back to the same. No, let's say the rabbi gets rid of it. Rabbi says, okay, fine, keep that, but again, it has to do Afrashat Yeah, I'll do Afrashat Khala. Yeah. On the same thing that he had before. Yeah, it'll take a little more. So on the thing that he baked already, then. Okay, baked. Well, it, it, like oh, those are questions. What I do? What am I going to do? Let's say I want to do it. I don't know. I'm not going to eat the rest of it. I'm going to leave it there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to take this off. If I want to, I can. Okay? Good. Now, once we're on the subject of Hoyle, this is taking longer. I didn't realize I'm going to have so much fun with this. There's another, okay? Right. Itmar, once we're on the subject of Hoyle, I'm going to give you another whole subject of Hoyle. I'm going to try to do this as quickly as I can, even though this should be a whole day, okay? This little Gemara should definitely be a whole day, as many of the Gemaras that we've gone through. Itmar, we learned. Haofem yom tov lechol. If you bake from yom tov, which means it's Yom Tov. Okay, let's say you have a three-day holiday. Okay, and I'm baking from Yom Tov. I'm baking on Yom Tov for the whole moed, or it's the last day of Yom Tov, and I'm baking on Yom Tov for a weekday. On Shabbat, you're not allowed to bake it all on Shabbat, but on Yom Tov you're allowed to bake on Yom Tov. I'm allowed to make cook- cookies and challah on Yom Tov, but here I'm making the cookies for my my daughter's party. The case is that uh, Harry's kid has a birthday party. They invited his grandmother from the Hill for the birthday party. She's coming in after the holiday. So his wife says, listen, once I'm baking all the food for the holiday, I'll bake these, these generic cookies that I got from the we have chocolate chip cookies at the, at the, at the party. Right. And really, she's baking it on the holiday for... After the holiday. After the holiday. It's, it's baking on Yom Tov. Right, right, right. For Chol. Okay. Rav Chista Amar Loke. If you ask Rav Chista, he says you get Malkut. Okay. No, no, no. Rabba Amar in Loke. Rabba says, you did, yeah, you prepared for afterwards. Preparing for after the holiday, okay, but that's not Malkut. Yeah, and, and Rav Chista is saying, no, you, you baked on Yom Tov. Ba- it's like baking on. Okay, let's see. Why, why Rav Chista Amar, where Lo Amrin Ho'il, Umikle Orchim, Chazile. Rav Chista says, you know why? Because we don't say since, if you could. What since, if you could? Mrs. Zabida could say, yeah, I baked these cookies, but what happens if Eli Halabia and his wife would come over to visit and discuss the daf? They could come, right? Mm-hmm. Since if they could come, I might serve them cookies. I'm allowed to bake cookies on Yom Tov, because since if someone would come, I would serve it. It's like I'm cooking for Yom Tov. Interesting, okay. Okay? Rabbah Amar, Enel, okay? Rabbah says, you don't get Malkut. Lo, ho, 
Armina Hoyl. You don't get Malkut because we say Hoyl. So the Machloket between Rav Chista and Rabba is do we say since if you could? With, with, hold on. With Rav Chista saying we, that you get Malkut because we don't say Hoyl. And stop it. Yeah, if, if Eli was here, then it's fine. But you know you didn't have, you didn't have Eli in mind. Right. And Rabbah says, we don't have to have Eli in mind. Since Eli could come, right. it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Eruv Tavshini is coming up. Thank you, Binyamin. You're the best. Amalei Rabbah, the Rav Chista. Listen to what Rabbah said. Now, remember who's which? Rabbah and Rav Chista. We should flip it over, okay. Rabbah and Rav Chista. Let's just remember who they are. Rabba and Reb Chista. So which rabbi is which? You have Reb Chista and Rabba. Reb Chista says no ho'il. Which means no cookies. And Rabba says ho'il. Okay? Good, is that clear? Yeah. So Amale Rabba the Reb Chista. So Rabba tells Reb Chista, Liditcha, according to you, that you don't say ho'il, how do you ever prepare on Yom, from Yom Tov Shabbat? Which means when Yom Tov is on Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday, and the next day Shabbat, how do you bake from Yom Tov to Shabbat? According to you, if you hold its malkut right. to, to do it, then how can you ever bake on Yom Tov Shabbat? Amaleh, so Rav Chista told back, Mishum Eruv Tavshirin. So I made Eruv Tavshirin. Says the Gemara, "Umishum eruv tashim matirin shirin yisur deoraita." Says back, "Eruv tashim is only on yisur derabanan or preparing. It, we do that for preparing from one day to the next. We use eruv tashim. But eruv tashim, if you say it's malkut, that means you're saying it's a deoraita. If my wife makes cookies without guests, you're saying it's a deoraita." Right. So on a deoraita, eruv tashim, I separate some eggs. They say that works on derabanans, not for deoraitas. Okay, Amale. So he says back to him, mid from the Torah, sorche Shabbat nasim biyom tov. I hold that on Shabbat, mid that mid on Yom Tov you can bake cookies for Shabbat. Because I disagree with you about what the isur of baking on Yom Tov is. Baking on Yom Tov is not really asur. Listen closely. Baking on Yom Tov is you. You, you think that baking on Yom Tov is only for Yom Tov Day. I say baking Yom Tov is for Yom Tov or any day that's holy like Yom Tov. Mm-hmm. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? I hold Yom Tov. And the only reason why we don't usually do it is because the rabbis make a Gezerah. Shema Yom Because maybe the guy will look at it and say, Oh, if the people will look at because really, I hold you, Midoraita, you're allowed to bake on Yom Tov to Shabbat. And the rabbis didn't let you. Why didn't the rabbis let you? Because they say, if we let a guy make food from Shabbat, to, from Yom Tov to Shabbat, a guy will say, hey, I could bake from Yom Tov to the next day. You know what? I'll make those cookies tonight for Grandma. Right? Yeah. And therefore, and since I made an Eruv, eat like I have a room. Then Mrs. Mina will say, wait, no, 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 I can't bake for Grandma. When did I, when I baked from Friday to Shabbat, then I made a eruv. Here I have no eruv. That'll remind her not to, not to make it, not to make it for that thing. And that's all it is. But I don't hold that eruv is, is doing a doraita. It's only, to, it's only to allow a the Rabbanan. What? Because she's getting because of the Rabbanan. Malkut, is she, no, there's no Malkut. Ma, there's ma, the Malkut she gets only when she makes the cookies for Grandma coming on Motet Yom Tov. But if she was baking from Yom Tov Shabbat, I don't hold that she would have gotten Malkut. If she's baking from, fri, from Friday to Saturday, I don't agree she gets Malkut. She only gets Malkut, I only said she gets Malkut when she bakes from... Tuesday s- to Wednesday. Let's say Tuesday to Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday to Tuesday night, exactly. That's when I hold she gets Malkut. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. Tomorrow we're going to go back and challenge this because it's really a big subject. It'll take a while. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. So Eli is asking a question. So how does Raba get out of the problem? Raba over here. Raba over here 
just said, hey, according to you, how do you cook? And Rav Chista told him back, I cook because, really, the only, I hold it's mutar to uh, cook from Yom Tov holy to Shabbat. Holy, 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 holy is okay. And therefore the whole thing is the Rabbanan, and therefore Yom Tov works on the Rabbanan. But Rav Chista could te- technically tell Rabbah back, how do you cook? Now Rashi would explain that Rabbah cooks because he holds that the only reason why Eruv Tavshilin works is because it works in conjunction with Hoyle. So Hoyle will work to get in tandem. Hoyle co- comes in to loosen the Isur and Rabbananize it. <coughs> which is, since I have an only Rabbanan. And then the Eruv Tavshilin comes to weaken it less. Okay. Now it comes out of very big nafkamina. Because according to Rava, if you can get to a situation where there's no Hoyle, Tosot's going to say this. If you could get to a situation where there's no oil, which means, let's say, it's so close to the end of the holiday, that even if the halabiyas show up in the Zabida house, the cookies won't be ready. Mm. Now, there is no oil. Because you can't say, well, if the halabiyas would come, I would serve it to them. Guess what? Even if they come, you can't serve it to them. Now, according to Rav Chista, you could still cook. lets it. It was only Yisud Rabbanan. And Rava will say, Rava will say, you have no right to cook. You have no right to cook. Because the Yisud is on the Deoraita and it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. Okay, and by the way, that's what usually this happens. is a halacha question. Because when you make, our, what we do in our community, that we prepare um, from Yom Tov, when you make Eruv, Right when we make eruv on a regular holiday, we sometimes we cooking from the yom tov to the holiday. Now you, it's okay if you cook in the morning. Yom tov to the shabbat. Yom tov to shabbat. So it's okay if you cook in the morning because you have time to because you have plenty of time. But if you get this so close where even Mrs. Halabia wouldn't be able to eat any of the zabida cookies, then you, according to Rabba, you have no oil, and you would be all right and not allowed to cook. According to Rav Chista, you have no oil. According to no, according Rabbi, to Rava, Rabbi. The, Rabbi who holds of Hoyle, you still have no Hoyle because it's too late for Hoyle. Because even because uh, can't eat the eat cookies. Right, right, right. You understand? So even nowadays, it would be the, it, according to Rava, your eruv tavshilin only works if you have if you do it from the morning. If you do it from the morning or uh, mid, early afternoon, but not uh, uh, right. not right at the buzzer. Yeah. And many people hold. We should stick with Rava nowadays. And that when you make Yerut Shalim, you shouldn't cook to the buzzer. Wow. Leave a little time that the Halabiyas can get there. Baruch Adonai Amen v'Amen.